This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you know what? You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, we promised you DeMarco Murray, and he's here. DeMarco Murray won an NFL rushing title in the NFC with the Dallas Cowboys, and he's now trying to win one over in the AFC with the Tennessee Titans. DeMarco, of course, broke Emmitt Smith's club single-season rushing record with his 1,845 yards in 2014, winning the NFL rushing title by almost 500 yards. True story. And two years later, as a member of the Titans, he led the AFC in rushing with a 1,200-yard season. Impressive, huh? Well, we're not finished because, best of all, he's here with us today to talk about what awaits him in his second year in Nashville. DeMarco, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. DeMarco, as you know, of course, better than anybody, you were a workhorse in Dallas. You carried 392 times in 2014, which makes me tired just thinking about it. And that was 80 more carries, I think, than any other NFL back that season. Uh, now you've got some help in Tennessee. Uh, you ran a ball, I think, 293 times last season, and, and rookie Derrick Henry had 110 carries. Does that make Monday mornings a little bit easier for you than they were in Dallas? <laughs> Um, I, I guess you can look at it that way. Um, but, you know, we have we have a great, you know, strength and conditioning staff here, a great training staff here that allows me to kind of, you know, get ready for uh, my times now during OTAs, all season workouts to prepare me for that workload and, you know, things that I do on my own. Um, but um, it, it definitely is something that um, when you're going against a pretty tough division like we have here and like I had in Dallas. So um, it, it's um, a little hard at times, but, you know, you got to get up you know, work out and do it all over again. Well, DeMarco, as you know, there's a wall for running backs. It's historically been 30. I realize there have been exceptions, but historically been 30. I mean, Jim Brown, OJ, Jim Taylor, Dickerson, uh, Thomas, and LT, and numbers of others are among the great backs who manage their final 1,000-yard seasons at the age of 29. Now, Marshall Falk never had another 1,000-yard season after the age of 28. You're 29. Can you become an exception to that wall? Um, I, I think I can. Obviously, I feel amazing. You know, I, I take good care of my body throughout the year, not just during the season. You know, so I, I pride myself and do um, a lot of, you know, sometimes weird things to make sure that I'm, you know, physically, you know, um, prepared and, and fresh as, as, as I can. Um, but, like I said, I feel great. You know, I think we have a great system here in Nashville, the Titans and our coaching staff and our strength conditioning coach, Watterson, uh, I think we do a lot of great things here that make sure that I stay fresh. So um, I'm fine, um, and, you know, obviously I know the history, but, um, you know, I'm not too worried about it. You said sometimes weird things. Do you have any examples? Uh, uh, no, nah, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say just two. I just, you know, spend a lot of time on just, you know, getting in the hyperbaric chamber, a lot of acupuncture, um, you know, just things of that nature that I'm sure a lot of guys do in, in this league. So, um, but, you know, I um, – I just try to do as much as I can and make sure I'm prepared. You know, it's funny, DeMarco, you mentioned acupuncture. I always used to scratch my head and wonder, like, 
Who's the first guy who took a needle and decided, you know, if I stick that in my eye, it's going to make my foot feel great. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that, guy, that guy had to be a genius, whoever he was. Well, you know? Ron, you remember the 85 Bears? Jim McMahon was doing acupuncture at the Super Bowl then. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That's right. At the time, everybody said, what is he doing? Now everybody Yeah, knows. right. Uh, you know, DeMarco, there weren't any running backs drafted in the first round, either 2013 or 2014. Uh, you reminded the league uh, of the value of, of ball control. Uh, that's uh, 2014 season, and now there have been running backs selected in the top 10 each of the last three years. Uh, there's even been a back drafted in the top five each of the last two years. Do you think that the pendulum's starting to swing back more toward the ground game, which for a couple years people were saying uh, running backs becoming obsolete, uh, and now it, it seems like maybe the game's going back a little bit uh, more toward the running game. Do you feel that at all? Um, uh, I think I think that's. Uh, uh, I mean, I think it's always been that way. I mean, you look at the past couple Super Bowl winners and. Obviously, look at what James White did last year in the Super Bowl, but you know they're known for their prolific passing offense. And you know Tom, obviously, is a great quarterback, and Edelman, and all those other guys, Gronk. You know, but I think you know with what James was able to do last year in the Super Bowl, and what Marshawn Lynch did, you know, previous years before that, and um, you just look at those types of teams, and you, you see what it takes to win, you know, a championship. And uh, I think obviously you have to run the ball in certain situations and certain downs in order to set up the passing game. And I, I think um, guys take notice of that. Obviously, you want to have a great defense and you want to run the ball. That's one of the two, two things that, you know, teams mostly preach about. So um, I wouldn't say it started with me, but I just think, um, you know, just you look at the past couple of Super Bowl winners and, you, I mean, nine times out of ten, you know, the running back has something successful to do and definitely help the, help the team, you know, with outcome. Yeah, I know. DeMarco, that there's one Super Bowl loser that would agree with you, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. Remember when they were playing New England, and all they had to do was run the ball one yard, and they didn't. They threw it, and we know what happened. Yeah, the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history, that's right. As a running back, you know, I've, I've asked a lot of backs this, and I'm sure you probably were watching the game. As a running back, did you sort of take offense to that? I know Marshawn did, ultimately, but, you know, as a back, were you sort of yelling at the TV like everybody else was yelling at their TVs? Um, you know, I do it quite a bit. I do it in games when, you know, Marcus decides to check out of a run play on the five-yard line or something like that. So, you know, I, I, I let um, I let the quarterback and the coaches hear it. Um, but, no, I, I'm totally joking. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the game plan was and what the look that Russell saw. You know, obviously, um, you know, we can all, you know, say, hey, he should have ran it, should have ran it. But I'm sure if he would have, you know, just, you know, I mean, it was a remarkable play, you know, obviously, you know, by the Patriots and, and Malcolm, you know, I'm sure if he was a half an inch later and they were scored, no one would have even said anything, but obviously it didn't happen, so kind of blew up a little bit. But I think, you know, nine, nine out of ten times, you know, quarterbacks and coordinators, they make the right decision on knowing when to run and when to pass it. That was the tenth time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the tenth time. You're right, DeMarco. They yeah. should have run it. They should have run it. It was a remarkable play, but they should have run it. We're the Tennessee running back DeMarco Murray on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at talkoffamenet. And, DeMarco, when, when you were in Dallas, um, the Cowboys were billed then, as they are today, as having the best offensive line in football. But with a couple recent first-round draft picks at offensive tackle in, in Tennessee, you have Jack Conklin, uh, Taylor Lewan. How close are the Titans to building a line that can give the Cowboys, let's say, a run for their money? How close are they? Uh, yeah, do you think they're close? 
I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I run behind these guys every day. And, like, I have a lot of respect for, obviously, Dallas and, you know, those guys, Zach and Trav and Tyron and Doug Free, you know, still great friends with them. And, um, you know, I think the line that we have here in, in, in Nashville, the Titans, I think we're, you know, one of the top in the league. And, um, obviously, it's hard to kind of pinpoint one offensive line. You know, obviously, Raiders have a solid offensive line as well. But, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, running behind ours any day, you know, I enjoy running behind these guys and how they are, how they work, you know, constantly throughout the day. And um, but definitely, I would, you know, I would, you know, put our line up against anyone, and you know, just the way those guys work and how they handle themselves, you know, on and off the field, I think it's, uh, I think it's remarkable. Now you were with the Cowboys when they made their sort of quantum leap. They improved by four games in 2014 and won the NFC East title last year. Your Titans finished nine and seven. Uh, a lot of people are, are, are looking at them as, as maybe that next team to make that that leap in 2017. You think you, you and your and your team are, are ready to make that jump up into into the playoffs? Uh, I think for us, you know, obviously um, having this second go around with a lot of similar faces, a lot of coaches here, and and um, I think all of our starters back on on offense and a lot of them back on defense, and obviously adding Logan Ryan and couple special team guys and obviously the draft guys. I think we're heading in the right, you know, direction. The game tilted to a point now that the days of running backs winning MVPs are over. Is that where we are? I wouldn't say that. Um, obviously, I think, you know, looking at the quarterbacks and obviously those are guys who, you know, they get a lot of praise, but they also get a lot of blame. So I think they deserve it a little bit more than us So in certain situations. But, um, you know, obviously you have to do something very spectacular. And Adrian went for 2,000. I mean, that was a remarkable season for him and as a running back in in general, you know, but um, I wouldn't say that. You know, you never know what, what can happen, but um, it's definitely you have to do something, you know, pretty outstanding. DeMarco, like you, we're going to have to run. So thanks so much for the time. Best of luck with the season. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Have a great day. Thanks, Thank DeMarco. You. you too. That was Tennessee running back and former Dallas Cowboys star DeMarco Murray. Coming up next, why Ron believes his favorite owner belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.